0: Hello friends and welcome to Untorn where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host Jay Trainer and this is round 2 of the new season of Untorn, and joining me tonight on the microphone and in studio here at Studio 14B is a longtime partner of mine uh, by the name of Zach the Man Hardy. Say hi, Zach. How's it going, guys? So it's good to be with you guys. We are broadcasting live both over on Facebook and also doing the um, audio thing through the website Untorn.net. Good to be with you guys. We're talking about being qualified because all too often... We enter into a situation and we think, "Wow, we can't do it. We we're not gonna. It's not gonna happen for us." And we just come away feeling uh, completely shame filled, fear filled, because of the whole unqualified nature of things. Listen, I'm, I've been on both ends of it. I've been on the end of, "I'm gonna breeze through it. It's gonna be easy," and then I come away just falling flat on my face. And then there have been times on the flip side. Where I've come come away like, I have no clue what I'm doing. And then God shows up, right? And then he's like, yo, yo I got this. I've got you. I've got it covered. You don't need to worry about it. And, and Zach, that is such a relief, isn't it? It's such a relief when you kind of go into <laughs> Ben Preston. Uh, ben, it's good to see you, man. Or at least see your words on the screen. How's it going, man? Um, but uh, you know, I can't tell you how many times in my life, I go through situations and I'm like completely naive, like what's going to happen? What's going to take place? And then I come away. It's like, wow, God, you moved something greater than me happened. And uh, for me, that was very much the story of this summer. Mm. Uh, My dad passing away. That's been kind of the narrative, kind of the story, the tapestry, if you will, that's been part of uh, my, my last couple months. Um, But, you know what, the greater emphasis and the greater story uh, puts it back on Jesus, puts it back on the Lord. And uh, Zach, maybe you can share a time, even this summer, where you saw God show up in a way where you kind of were going into it in a naive, like, okay, I feel so unqualified for this, and then God showed up. Do you want to share anything?
1: Um, maybe not this summer, but just in you know, maybe, you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, many of the retreats that we've gone into where we haven't really... Known the youth groups, known the, the teens, uh, you know, we've met the leaders kind of over a phone call or whatever, um, and we're not sure exactly what to expect. And then we get there, and God's just like, okay, we're just going to make this amazing, and God just shows up, um, nothing through our own abilities, but and it just turns amazing. Um, and I think that is so often the case in some of our, our, our retreats. Not that we're not prepared, not that we're not ready, but we're not fully prepared for what God's going to do. Cause obviously he does so much more than we can,
0: we can possibly. And it blows you away, right? Yeah. It just blows you away. We, we've had many, many discussions in the car on the way back from a trip, from a retreat. And it's like, wow, that just happened. And, yeah. and even right now we're not necessarily at Liberty to say some of the specifics of, of um, some of the things that are transpiring in our world, but there's some really cool stuff happening at our church uh, there's some really cool stuff that, that goes beyond exclamation exclamation, explanation, explanation <laughs> or exclamation, uh because of how the Lord is just doing something even in the midst of un- our unqualification. He says, you know what? I got it. I got it. So uh good to be with you guys. Listen, yeah. I like sports. You like sports, Zach? Oh yeah. Your your team was on a bye week this week, yeah, thanks to Hurricane Irma. Uh, but prayers go out there. Yeah. So of course, our prayers for those in Houston and also for those in Florida and in the Caribbean overall. Yeah. But uh, we like sports. Um, the thing that is that we live in a very driven world. We live in a very driven society uh, that is filled with a whole bunch of me, this and me, that Selfishness this, selfishness that. Hey look at me, I just got a sack. Hey look at me, I just got a first down. Doesn't doesn't that get annoying after a while? A little bit, yeah. Um we walk around like we're entitled brats. Uh that we don't when we don't get our way, we, we have a temper tantrum. And uh case in point, my youngest not too long ago at Tops, didn't get what she wanted. And she had a a meltdown. We're not talking about mini meltdown. We had meltdown in the middle of tops if you don't know what tops is it's a uh it's a grocery store uh some would say not as good as Wegmans I would say it's definitely not as good as as Aldi but it's our grocery store nonetheless here in (laughs) Spencerport. so it's frustrating it's frustrating because I see uh I see and believe in the potential and also the drive for so much more, and and Zach, I know that's why you do what you do, and I know that that's why I do what I do because we see the hope and we see the encouragement of wanting to see the more come out in other people. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. So tonight, as we look at the main passage, let's not see it from a vantage point of personal ambition, of of selfishness and pride, or as an avenue of how we can get ourselves ahead. You know that's the other thing. Sometimes in our time with the Lord, if you have private time, quiet time with God, sometimes I look at it from the point of view of how can I get ahead? How can I grow? When it should be a time of saying, you know what? Okay, God, what do you want to do inside of me? There's a massive difference between those two meanings and those two intentions. Uh, let's look at the, let's look at how the one who qualifies us is the one that we need to continue to rely on. The same God of the universe that saves us is the same one that continues to work. And the thing that I keep on learning about is it's really about less of me and more of him. Um, and I'm getting to this place where I I really don't care about my feelings anymore. Um, I think my dad's story has taught me a lot about that. Uh, it's about the team. It's about success, excellence, and him. Uh, and finding that we only need to say, say yes to Jesus and, and simply respond uh, to his leading. Many things are good, but there are a few great things, right? Yeah. You ever settle? You ever settle oh, for yeah. a second on stuff? Yep. Uh, maybe you can relate to that. If you want to share in the comments section for those of you who are watching on Facebook Live, maybe you can relate to settling for a second, but you're made for more. I'm made for more. And as we get started reading tonight out of Second Corinthians, Uh, Chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. I'm going to ask Zach the Man Hardy to uh, open us up in prayer, and then we're going to read God's Word. Sound good? All right, sounds good. Take us in, man. All
1: right. Dear God, uh, we just thank you for this opportunity to be here in this moment, Um, whether we're on the road, at home, whatever, uh, tuning in this podcast, Lord. We just pray that uh, your name would ultimately be glorified, Lord, and that we would um, take away something from tonight um, that we'd be able to apply in our own lives. Lord, um, you're a good God love us and you just continue on us to show us your glory and your love Um, so we thank you for this opportunity once again lord in jesus name i pray amen
0: amen so selfishness isn't something that's just reserved for our our culture today it's Mm -hmm. something that spans all of time you know that that's the crazy thing about it but we're gonna we're gonna read uh second corinthians chapter three uh verses one through six we're reading tonight out of the nlt uh new living translation so check this out Uh, Zach's again there on his Bible app, and I'm already there. Uh, But let's read God's Word together. Sound good? It reads as follows. Are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Look at that selfishness, man. Are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring you letters of recommendation or who ask you to write such letters on our behalf? Surely not. Certainly not. Of course not. The only letter of recommendation we need is you, yourselves. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Everyone can read it and recognize our good work among you. More on that in a little while. We're going to talk about proof tonight, what that looks like. Clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. That's exciting. Verses 4-6. through We are confident of all this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He has embedded us to be ministers of His new covenant. This is a covenant not... Of written laws, but of the Spirit. The old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the Spirit gives life. It's a reading of God's word. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. So, Zach, uh, before we dive in with some main points, what are some things that stick out to you in this passage? What are some things that just kind of echo or resonate with, with where you're at? Putting you on the spot again. Yeah.
1: Let's do it. You know, I'm I'm um, good at that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Every car ride ever.
0: <laughs> yep, you're welcome. Ain't no
1: problem. I love it. <laughs> um, you know that, that that Christ is ultimately you know, on upon our hearts, and that He chooses to be upon our hearts. Um, that you know He writes His story in the midst of ours. Often we think that it's our story to give, but it's just you know our place in His story. Hmm. Um,
0: It's good. I I think there's something to be said about that where it it comes back to, uh, who Christ declares he is himself, even in the midst of our different personalities. Uh, it's pretty cool when you think about it. So, um, the first thing I want to talk about that stands out to me in this passage is the proof factor. Uh, and that's again, echoed in verse one, this whole idea of evidence, uh, what is it all about? Is the burden of proof on you? Now, all too often, we feel like we have to pull out the resume and and put together some sort of list of qualifications or prerequisites, which means things that you've done beforehand to accomplish and get to where you currently are at. And we feel like we need to put all that together ahead of time. When When in this passage, verse 1, again, Paul writes clearly right from the get-go. He goes, you know what? Um, it's not about making myself better. It's, it's not about uh, inflating my ego. It's, it's truly about saying, you know what? You are going to be the proof. Um, one of the things I've appreciated about you, Zach, is, is the fact that you're kind of proof of Jesus working in the ministry of infusion. You've, you've come through the ranks not only as, as a leader, as people will recognize here, but you, you've been a student through the, through the course of this too, you know? Uh, and so there's, there's proof not to again, inflate your ego, my ego or anything, but it, it ultimately is a, God's the benefactor. God is the one that, that reaps the, the, the fruit of it. And we do what we do for the sake of being able to say, you know what, again, it's not about me. It's about He, you know? And, uh, so it comes back to proof. And just as my old youth pastor, Ken, uh, invested in my life, and out of my life, there's proof of that work that's happened. There's also proof of that being passed on in your life and those, Zach, that will come in your ministry circles, Mm -hmm. uh, both as the leader of crew at Roberts, which, by the way... um, Zach leads a, a, a campus ministry at Roberts Wesleyan called Crew, formerly called Campus Crusade, yeah. uh, which is a blast. You want to tell anybody about that? I know we're kind of doing the bunny trail thing, yeah. but why don't you share a, about, a little bit about that experience?
1: Yeah, no. I, uh, me and um, my roommate kind of picked it up a couple of years ago. Um, I've been the president since, but we've uh, really just, um, at, at Roberts, just really wanted to focus on sharing this love that, you know, as president at our college, we're a Christian college. We, and it's ever so present there, but we wanted to share that that love in the city of Rochester. So we've gotten to partner with um, Harvest House Ministries, um, working with a tutoring center and a Bible club at School 19. Um, so it's been awesome working with kids, um, mostly in in elementary school, um, teaching about Jesus, helping tutor, um, as well our uh, our ministry on campus. Um, you know, to be able to just show Christ's love, whether it's giving flowers at Valentine's Day. Or um, just having you know a Bible study this this semester we're having open conversations you know having conversations about identity anxiety um, but ultimately bringing it back to a Christ focus
0: it's um, good and it, it comes back to this whole idea of continuing to pass forward the proof or carry it forward um, not because of anything that you do but because of what Christ is passing forward paying it forward whatever you want yeah. to call it uh, from from. Generations past, and other people that mm-hmm. are in your world that are of your same age group too. It doesn't have to be somebody that's older than you that's that's passing it on. It sometimes that happens amongst a, a respective peer group mm-hmm. uh, and things like that. Um, the great news tonight is that we don't have to have the qualifications. It's it's the Lord. The burden of proof is on God. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one who that provides the proof is the one that we each need to respond to. In fact, in verse 1, it asks this question. It says this, are we like others? It asks those those four words at the beginning of the question, are we like others? And the simple the simple reality is uh no, <laughs> we're not like others and we shouldn't be. Your life, Zach, my life is meant to be a burden of proof on what heaven's touch looks like. And feels like. So there's that dynamic. And that's kind of our first launch point. Of where we're going in our discussion tonight. The second thing. uh, It reiterated in verse 3. It's like a tongue tied there. (laughs) Thanks Moses. Uh, (laughs) Verse 3. You have life and the spirit. And that connection. Um, We become that letter. (laughs) We become the letter that Paul is writing about. That's that he the one that he's talking about, we become the proof that God is doing something great. That's exciting, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Uh, When it seems like there isn't much God is doing around you, uh, we are meant to live as the evidence. You are the letter. Those of you who are watching, the eight of you, seven of you, that are watching right now, those of you who will download and listen to this podcast in the audio form or are listening live in in some capacity, guess what you are that letter, and so it 's important for you and I to become that story, to live that story to be that story, and allow our life to shine as such and how we do that is is we yield we say i 'm going to get out of the way i 'm going to get out of the way, Lord, you move. Um, it's it's giving God the right of way. The evidence or proof isn't made with human hands. It's found in human hearts. As it suggests here in verse 3, it is carved. Carved on human hearts. You know, one of the things my son said to me today, it's pretty cool, Zach, you'll, you'll love this. He says to me, Daddy, will you teach me how to carve next year? <laughs> like, dude, I'll teach you how to carve this year. We got pumpkins coming up, man. We can certainly carve some some pumpkins and things like that. And you know, as you, as I don't know if you've ever done pumpkin carving before, I I love it. It's weird, but it's fun. You make the faces and, and things like that. But the, the goofiest, messiest, grotesque part is taking the innards (laughs) of a pumpkin and kind of like pulling it out. And, you know, sometimes people will use it for pumpkin pie or whatever, but, uh, that's really what happens to our hearts, right? Mm-hmm. Where God takes the surgical knife and he slices you open. He's a scalpel jockey. Uh, <laughs> slices you open and stirs things up on the inside uh, so that the innards of who we are are no longer about what we are about, but it's life in the spirit. And mm-hmm. And we need to take the approach of here comes the surgical knife. We yield. Any examples of that? Any, any times in your life that you can think about where you have had to yield to to the Lord's act?
1: I think in a, kind of discovering my own calling, um, as a high school student, I didn't know, know what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and so I kind of thought, hey, maybe I'll go be a history teacher hmm. or a, a chef of some sorts. Um, and just being able to yield to God's calling and accept that, hey, I'm going to be a pastor. Or you know, accept that. Hey, this is where God's calling me. My father's a pastor, mm. um, and so I there's often this stigma that, oh, you're going to grow up to be just like your dad and be a preacher. Um, and so I had to kind of yield to I mean, my own pride and my own um, <laughs> my own fight, mm. um, and yield to what God was really calling to me. Mm. Um, okay, and it was the best decision, one of the best decisions I've ever made, um, to ultimately yield to that, um, because now I get to. Share the gospel with so many different people—youth, teen, uh, uh, children, adults—all um, over the country uh, and in my local area. Uh, so that was probably one of the biggest times, um, kind of getting over my own pride um, and maybe my own fears of, of you know, what the future
0: would look like. Awesome. So again, it comes back to this whole idea of what qualified looks like, and I think sometimes we have not just this idea of. Well, what's the list of resume builders that we can add on? It's not just that. It's also um, this mindset of the prototypical of, oh, this person has to look like that. And then my life needs to emulate that. My life needs to copycat that. Have you ever gotten caught up in the comparison game? Oh, yeah. And I, I'm guessing many many of you who have uh, who are watching part of this audience right now, you've probably played the comparison card before. And you've thought about, hey, this is what life needs to, this is what my life needs to look like. Because that person over there, they have not made. And I need to be a copycat of them. And the the simple answer to that is, you can't. And it's God who will qualify you within the personality that he gives you, provided that you become an even more godly version of yourself. Hmm. But that's not achievement-based. It's a response-based. And I think it comes back to understanding that reality of of not trying to work for or attain it but to live life by the spirit Mm. yield and allow god to do to do the carving Mm. at the appropriate time so two more thoughts as we're going to start winding down here uh for those of you who are watching listening thanks for being part of this we're a little bit longer tonight than uh what our normal time has been but you know what i think some of the conversation pieces are good and and usually it's just me talking so Zach's here again tonight, and I, pr- I appreciate him uh, making the effort to be here this evening. So uh, the the third thing we're going to look at is confidence and trust. Uh, that's found in verse 4. It says, we are confident of all of this. And the two work hand in hand. Trust and confidence are, you can't take one without the other. They They, they need each other. They are interdependent upon one another you can't take confidence and boldness in something without trusting that and believing that that which you are taking confidence in is going to pull through for you right (laughs) and if we think that um, we can be confident and not be trusting in the process we are missing out on the opportunity to grow in godly confidence in the first place Mm -hmm. Uh, the two are needed to give way and uh, reveal really a resiliency inside That is not entrapped by the world, that is not decorated by what the world declares, but operating ultimately in the shadow of the Almighty. Uh, If we try to fake confidence or fake trust, we're going to be found out. I can't tell you how many times, Zach, I have tried to fake that. And, man, it backfires. It's it's awful. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Again, and that, that that's a building of your own qualifications, mm-hmm. instead of leaning into the sacrifice and trusting uh, what God is is all about. So, uh, those are things, guys and ladies, that really uh, apply. The two work hand in hand, and and it's not a trust in your faith. It's not a a. It's not even about your faith. I mean, yes, that is an element, but it's about the author of faith. It's about the author of trust. It's about the author of confidence. And there's nothing wrong, Zach, with having and desiring a holy ambition. Mm. But in that ambition, that sanctified ambition, that set-apart ambition, you better believe that you have to have confidence and bravery and boldness and trust that's rooted in the sacrifice. Mm. Otherwise, dude, embarrassment. (laughs) Pretty crazy I won't do that again. Um, but then this last thing comes back to the theme. It's full circle. Mm. It's qualification and new. That's found in verses 5 and 6. And, oh, by the way, there's a buildup from all this. I believe that Scripture builds upon itself. And in verses 1 through 4, it, it that buildup is taking place. Those stepping stones are happening. There's a buildup here in this passage of love, of life, of spirit, this theme of yielding of confidence and, and trust, um, it's all foundational. Mm-hmm. It's all foundational to the status update of being qualified. And that's really what I'm trying to hammer home tonight, I believe, is is God writing the status update for you to be qualified. God writes the resume. God writes the, uh, the answer to the Facebook question, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> um, or what's on your mind, as Facebook likes to ask. Sometimes in the status bar. Yeah. Have you seen that oh, before? Yeah. yeah. So um, it's him that qualifies. We are qualified because of the work that Jesus has already done. Mm-hmm. We don't have to wait for him to crawl up on the cross again. It's it's finished as he declares. And the aspect of being new is that we have a new status update that's given. And it is the new promise of God by the Holy Spirit by which we are able to talk in the first place. We we change but so does the message. The message changes from about me to about he. We are qualified to thrive in this new way of life. And that qualification is not something that I do on my own power and ability. That qualification is what the Holy Spirit continues to write and author. So, again, on the spot question for you, Zach. Actually, I'm going to give you two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a way that you've seen the Holy Spirit work recently? It's not reserved for just today or, or even in the last week, but what are, what are what's a way that you've seen the Holy Spirit work, either in you, through you, or in someone else's situation?
1: Hmm. Um, yeah, I think just going um, into this year, uh, this academic year, um, it's my senior year, um, and so
0: uh,
1: early on this calendar year, I've just been praying, knowing that, hey, come around May, uh, it's gonna be, it's going gotta, you know, find a job. Um, I gotta start working towards these things, um, start really looking and focusing on my my future. Um, and God's just blessed me with some opportunities, um, and just seeing how, in prayer, um, I was continuing to pray for that, and just continue to see how the Lord, um, and how He's, you know, providing some of those situations recently, um, and just having to yield to to what He's He's having. Um, and also having to continue to go back to him. It wasn't like I was given the, these opportunities and all of a sudden I'm like, well, thanks God, I'm going to leave you. Um, I have to continue to seek him to, you know, see, um, decision-making. Um, and ultimately, you know, you know, what, what, what is his will in the sake of moment? Um, because I don't want to be living outside that will.
0: Yeah, it's huge. And, uh, and so thanks for, thanks for adding to that. I know, uh, we can only say so much sometimes mm-hmm. just because of the nature of the context of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that there have been some really neat ways that I've seen uh, the Lord move and work uh, that go beyond explanation, yeah. <laughs> exclamation, as I said earlier, explanation. <laughs> uh, and it can only be attributed to a working of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, And that really is what it comes down to. And it's a new thing. It's a new message. It's, it's new only because we are not familiar with it sometimes. And I believe the challenge is to get familiar with the newness that of trajectory, of direction that God is providing to us. So this qualification changes the course of life. And it changes your trajectory. And it's no longer sold on a bondage or attachment to death. It is now attached to something that brings life. And that's that's. Massive, and that's the main core of what we're getting at. So, any other takeaways for tonight as we wrap it up and close it out? Um, any other things stand out to you in this passage? And that was my second question yeah. for you.
1: <laughs> right. uh, I think it's just great how constantly Christ emulates, you know, all the things that you know we have to go through mm-hmm. um, and suffering, and just you know feeling qualified, or even, you know, thinking that, you know, hey, we've arrived, you know, we think we are qualified, and then we think we've arrived at some point. Um, And in Philippians 2, it talks about, you know, that even though Jesus was God, he didn't even use that to his own advantage, Mm -hmm. Um, that even though though he could say, hey, I'm Jesus, I'm God, you know, and he could come down with a righteous power and righteous pride, you know, that belongs, you know, righteous glory that belongs to him alone, um, that ultimately he sets the example for us, Um, and so that we're not just looking at someone we're not just looking at a God who's just, you know, although he was perfect, you know, he didn't use that to us, didn't emulate right. pride and didn't emulate those things which which we can't. Uh, right. And ultimately, he ultimately just brings it back ultimately brings it back to the Father. Uh, yeah. Ultimately giving glory back to him, even in the midst of his own suffering.
0: Yeah. It's huge. So, my friends, that is tonight's Untorn. Thanks for being part of this. Uh, we're going to wrap it up on the audio side. Those of you that are on the video side, stick around. We'll take some prayer requests and pray with you for a couple of minutes. Zach and I will take some moments to pause and, and make sure that we pray. We're not going to go over on Instagram live tonight. We're only going to stay on this side of things. So uh, please feel free to get your prayer requests ready. Uh, if you have something private that is sensitive, uh, you can send me a, a Facebook message and I will not read your name or even share uh, the request stage hey, looks like your dad tuned in tonight, right. which is really cool. Uh, so anyway, it's, it's an honor and a privilege. I can't tell you how much I love doing Untorn. Uh, I hope and pray that you, uh, Zach, you and our audience, uh, takes the opportunity to really, uh, remember, uh, that we are not qualified in our own strength, but we're only qualified by what the Lord has done and responding to that reality. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked at proof tonight, we looked at life in the spirit, we looked at confidence and trust and how those two uh, qualities are are really uh, gelling together, <laughs> uh, and then we wrapped it up by talking about qualification and being new and allowing the covenant, the promise, the holy promise of God to continue to be new inside of us. So, uh, on behalf of Zach Hardy, I'm Jay Trainer. you've been... Heart of Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B for now. This is J Trainer saying so long. We'll see you next time right here on untorn.net.